Welcome back to On Set with Nick and Lo. We're back in the ba- babe cave. The babe cave. <laughs> the babe cave for episode number two. With an extra babe here today. Yeah. We got um, a guest. Yeah, our first ever guest. This is, for those of you who don't know, this is my sister Amber. Hey, y'all. She <laughs> is a um, volleyball player at Georgia. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be joining us today to just talk and hang out and, yeah, have fun. So here we go. Yeah. So the podcast is now up on Spotify. We had a lot of technical difficulties. Apparently, it takes like two weeks to go up on Spotify. But shout out to Daniel for getting it all done. <laughs> snaps, 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 snaps for snaps, Daniel. Snaps, snaps for Daniel. You know, honestly, the first podcast, we probably sat here for about two hours trying to figure out how to set oh everything up. Too many buttons. Yeah. So <laughs> technology <we're> n- <laughs> is not our forte. Mm-hmm. We're finally live. Yes. Um, yeah, and all of our episodes from here on out will be on Spotify and on YouTube, so that's very exciting. Yeah, now you can listen on both. Yes. Yee. So yeah, um, as I mentioned before, this is the sister that plays volleyball at Georgia, and she's going to be kind of giving us a little glimpse into her life and kind of talking a little bit about her journey to Georgia and how that's all going for her. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so yeah, you touched on it. I'm junior at the University of Georgia, and I transferred actually from Louisville, so that was interesting. And now I'm just kind of adjusting to life in the South, which is <laughs> different for sure. Yeah. I am, oh my gosh, a culture shock going from Arizona to <laughs> Georgia. I don't know. I'm liking it so far. I just like that in Athens, it's like a little college town, and that's kind of the experience yeah. I was going for. I think. What's your favorite place to eat in Georgia? Oh, um, there's not a lot of options. Chick-fil-A is everywhere, <laughs> yeah, so we eat a lot really of It really is. Yeah, I, I, like, used to eat quite healthy, and then going in the South, I'm like, the healthiest I can eat is a salad that's really sad, so I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to yeah. eat, like, rabbit. Um, fried chicken is great. That's, so good. She's become a close friend of mine for sure do you go to cookout have you been to cookout i have been to cookout i don't understand the hype personally their milkshakes are great but <laughs> you just like personally offended <laughs> i just like their burgers are not that great it's it's okay oh. it'll do in a pinch it like when i get hungry and it's like t- 1 30 just whenever i yeah so there, what do you do in your free time in georgia then a lot of sleeping yeah <laughs> um no, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, like, sightseeing, I wouldn't say. There's a, there, actually, I guess that's wrong. There's a cute little, like, lake. It's really murky water. I never go swimming there. But there's a lake. <laughs> but it's so cute. But there is a lake there. <laughs> there's, there's a lake on campus. Um, yeah, a lot of mosquitoes. So, like, typically I avoid it. I'm not, I am an outdoorsy person, but not when it's swampy which is that, most yeah. of the year. So. South is so humid. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you have a really great time. <laughs> no, I enjoy it, I think. Yeah. So, like, tell us about your journey to Georgia then. Like, tell us about the whole transfer process and how that <laughs> went about. And Right. Um, well, the transfer process was kind of different because I did it during – COVID times so all I was talking to my coaches like via zoom and it's like really hard to get a feel for everyone over zoom like online especially I remember my first day of practice and they were like okay everyone just meet in the practice gym 
I had not stepped foot on campus. I had no clue where anything was. So I literally put in Uber, which I'm in the dorm and our practice facility is across the street, which I know now. <laughs> but I ended up walking all the way around because for driving directions, it like took me this roundabout way. And then I couldn't even get in because all the doors were locked. So I was calling my coaches frantic and like late, just very late because I had no clue where I was going and had, like I said, never seen campus. It was just interesting. Yeah. I think the funniest part about your transfer situation was like everyone like kind of thought you were going to go to Creighton just because it's close to everything. You know, our I, for those of you who don't know, our brother lives in Omaha and he works there. And so um, a lot of family in Nebraska, obviously, and I'm here and we all thought she was going to go to Creighton. And then um, when she was telling our parents that she was going to commit, um, first of all, my dad didn't even react. He was just like watching the TV. Yeah, like, he was uh... just distracted by the TV. I don't even know what was on. It was probably golf. <laughs> Amber's like... like, yeah, Amber's like, hey, y'all, I'm going to Georgia. And then I was like, <laughs> and Luke turns around and goes, Luke's our brother, by the way. Turns around and goes, okay. <laughs> my dad's Luke response yeah. ever. My dad doesn't respond at all. And right. then I have like videos of this because I was like crying laughing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> and then my mom comes in and Amber's like, hey, mom, I think I'm going to go to Georgia. And my mom goes, now what sparked that? <laughs> and yeah, like, just not just... the responses I was looking for for this big life decision that I was finally like, yes, I figured it out. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I was like, maybe this isn't a good thing. Anyways, we got there now. Um, yeah. Also, I don't know if I really should say this, and we could maybe cut it out. But um, you know how we were talking about earlier, like when someone tells you to do something, you just don't want to do it because they're like, I, I don't know, like something about that bothers me. And I remember you saying like when it was down to basically Georgia and uh, Creighton, and you were like. Oh, Cook thinks you're... Cook was like, oh, she's absolutely absolutely going to Creighton. Like, yeah. yeah. He was like, I'm putting money on it now. Like, Amber's going to Creighton. Yeah. And I was like... I want to literally get a signed contract. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to pay me my money, right? And, like, I think for some reason I always heard that in the back of my head. Like, oh, she's for sure going to Creighton. Like, for sure, for sure. So I was like, hmm... Mm. Like, out of spite almost was like, no. I mean, that's not the only reason, obviously. Because, like a lot of things went into that decision but that I just still remember that like driving me nuts for some reason but that was all like during quarantine too which made it even more like chaotic as you said and Mm -hmm. um I don't know there's a lot of things that like went into the whole COVID year and I feel like that was one of the things that we wanted to talk about today but COVID for you and I was a little bit different because originally we started quarantine stuff in Arizona and then we kind of got over that quite quick because, like, having a bunch of... <laughs> well, there's a funny story behind the, when we left Arizona. Yeah, the originally. whole family in one tiny little house in Arizona. Yeah. It was just a lot. It was a lot. And I just, you go to college and you get used to your independence and, like, having your own, like, breathing room and not having parents being like, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? And not that that's, like, a bad thing by any means. But then when we go back and I was just... <laughs> going a little crazy and then I asked my parents or like I think I, I really had like a whole mental breakdown and was like I need to leave I need to go back to school I need to just not be in this house anymore and my dad turned and looked at me totally <laughs> straight faced and was like 
are there is there medication in Louisville that you are not on right now? Are you like is there a reason you're acting like this? Like so concerned, genuinely like yeah. thought I what? was having a manic episode, which I was, but I was also my period. Not the point. Um, had to get out of there. <laughs> so that's when Lauren and I came to Nebraska. Just yeah, yeah. The two of us got away, came here. Luckily, our parents obviously have a house here that we're currently in their basement. But, um, <laughs> so we kind of camped out here and spent our time hanging out with our team, which was actually, I know COVID has been like such a stress for everyone. And, um, but it was honestly so nice to spend that time together. And at that point, I know you can attest to this too, but Amber was basically like an honorary member of our team. Like she yeah. was in our Snapchats yeah. and like constantly coming to our team functions. And whenever we did anything as a team, there was always Amber there too. And so oh, yeah, team bonding, it was plus. Yeah, plus team, it was always like if she wasn't Amber. there, everyone was like, where is, where is Amber? Where's Bird? Why isn't she here? Which is honestly so cool for me because it's like my world's colliding and it's my favorite people all together. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But yeah. It's just weird not having you here, but I guess we will have you here soon. For those of you who don't know, Nebraska plays Georgia second week of season, so you'll get to see that Amber so much live in action at the Devaney Center. Mm-hmm. Are you guys mm-hmm. gonna like trash talk across the net? Oh, I mean, I, mean, I have to well, see. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much trash we'll talking see. I can do from like wherever I'm gonna be, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be trash talking you. Okay. Yeah. We can yeah. trash talk. Yeah. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so fun too because I've always like played with, I mean, basically always played with you. We grew up playing volleyball together and, um, and then to not have you around was like so weird. But then like Nicklin came into school and like Nicklin's been like my little sister ever since then. And we've been like so attached and I, I really see you guys have a lot of similar qualities and, I think it's like, yeah, just like the personality traits and everything and just the way that you guys play the game and like you, you guys are two of the hardest working people I've like ever seen in my entire life. So I know. So it's like really cool to like, (laughs) yeah. Aren't you a Capricorn? Yes. I am. Same. Does that. I don't know, you like, you know, I'm not, but, like, okay. some people are. <laughs> so if that means something to you, they're both Capricorns. <laughs> but what is it like playing with, because you also played with your sister a lot. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. I think it was different for us because I was setting her. Mm. So it was a lot more drama. Because mm-hmm. she, I love her to death. She's a stud. But, like, apparently when I set her, if it was a bad set, she was going to make it very known to everyone that it was a bad set. Mm -hmm. And so she would just, like, hit it out of bounds and be like, can you, like, set me a little higher? (laughs) I'm like, can you hit it in first? (laughs) And I remember one time, like, we were playing high school, and I set her this ball, and she, like, wailed it out of bounds. And she was like, yeah, it was a little high. Like, Mm. I can't get a kill on that. And I was like, okay, I'll set you higher. (laughs) Next ball, I think I almost hit the ceiling. I set it high. (laughs) I love it. I was like, I'm not dealing with your things right now. So I set it high, and she was like, seriously? And I was like, do you want it lower? And then the next ball, I, like, shot it at her chest. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. I get your point. But um, I love know. her. Yeah. yeah. We know all about that, yeah. though. <laughs> oh the sister gosh. drama playing together. Because, like, even though we were both outsides in high school, and we only played together our senior year, but we were also beach partners, 
because our school has a beach team and um that was just like a mess <laughs> it was like so much fun getting to play with my sister but anyone who has a sibling they know how <laughs> we well i feel tough like that can be yeah. when you're playing with like one of your friends like you don't want to push their buttons yeah. too hard or like you hurt know, their feelings right right so with you and i like there was no boundaries no like, everything I, goes out the wall like oh, just yeah go. yeah and you just know how to make that person just so bad for some reason oh like it was uh, to the point where we would be like actually throwing sand at each other and like <laughs> yelling at each other and the other team's just like standing across the net like oh my gosh like what do we do right. and like we would call timeouts and our parents <laughs> My mom would like storm over and be like, get it together. <laughs> you guys are embarrassing us. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, oh, maybe we should get it together. <laughs> One time my sister gave me a concussion. Oh, I don't talk uh, about it. Yeah. What? I was like sitting on the tempo line. Just blasted me in the face. And she was laughing at me. And then I was like on the ground like. <laughs> and she's like, ha, ha. seeing stars. And she's like, I hit you in the face. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how it is, but it's so much fun at the same time. Yeah. You get to do what you love with who you love, so mm-hmm. it's a good time. I feel like we also have very competitive families. Oh my god. So it just like definitely fuels the fire. Card games go so hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been more like angry and emotional than like when we play cards as a family. <laughs> Hi, this is Nick here to interrupt our podcast really quickly to tell you that we started a Patreon. So go follow us. The link will be down below in the video. It will also be in our bio and our link tree. So you can go on there. It's the best way to support us to help this podcast keep going, help us keep recording episodes and help us fund Daniel. He needs help. He's broke. So please help. Thank you. Before we get back to the podcast, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Muchacho's New Mexican Barbecue is not only a food truck, but also a restaurant located on 11th Street in downtown Lincoln, Nebraska. Muchacho's is open from 7.30 in the morning to 8 p.m. in the evening, and it's a great place to hang out with friends and family and enjoy coffee, beer, margaritas, and also some great food. If you ever are in Lincoln, Nebraska, come on down to Muchacho's. Oh, another thing that we would get so competitive about was spike ball during quarantine. Oh dear God, yeah. that was like yeah, our that, that was, was like our all out war staple. Yeah, like the only thing that kept us going in in quarantine because obviously we couldn't play volleyball and mm-hmm. do what we would normally do in a day. Like we would spend probably like ten hours outside playing spike ball oh, every yeah. single day. It didn't matter, and we were at like clearly like in Nebraska for most of our mm-hmm. quarantine, and for a while like it was snowing and like. <laughs> miserable and we were still out there playing spike ball like slipping around yeah because it turned into ice because we had been stomping on it so much <laughs> like running around playing very spike dangerous ball. <laughs> yeah don't recommend it but like it yeah. was fun and it kept us like active so you guys played a lot because i remember when you oh played chris gosh. and bryce oh oh god i don't want to talk about it that was like our, was like <laughs> our my, one l yeah <laughs> we only lost and i remember time. i came over and we played like the three one uh-huh. mm-hmm. oh yeah i was just never not playing spike ball but that was all we could do in covid yeah. during yeah. that whole time made but the most there, and there's a broken spike ball over there i know and tragic so if you want spike ball you want to sponsor us <laughs> i definitely need a new spike ball <laughs> snapped in half so um but 
Yeah, just like with everything COVID, too, we were going to talk about how, like, that affected everyone, and I don't know if it was similar for other teams, but, like, I know, especially for our team, we had never had so many, like, physical injuries than when we did during, like, the COVID season, and it was because everyone's so out of a routine, and, like, 90% of the day, you're just, like, locked in a house, and so the time that we did get to go and, like, play volleyball, like, our bodies weren't ready for that, because usually on a like in a normal day we're like at workouts and then we walk to class and then we walk and get food and then we're just like always on the go and your bodies are constantly moving and doing stuff and then when we would have to go from doing absolutely nothing to being forced into doing the most physical activity you could possibly do like our bodies couldn't take it and so just like the most minor but like nagging injuries like like so many Achilles, so mm-hmm. many knees, shins, ankles, like whatever, shoulders, like backs. there was backs. There was always something. And it was just so crazy. I felt so bad for our trainer for having to like <laughs> keep everyone together during that time. Like she deserves a huge pay raise she for, does. for what she went through during COVID. And coach like really wanted the answer for why it was. Yeah. But it was like these nagging injuries that you just, you couldn't like solve. Yeah. And it wasn't even that. It was, like, we never had the whole team in the gym. No. Like, because there was always, like, someone was out with something or there was, like, some people that were positive for COVID or, like, had been around people who had tested positive. Like, there was never a practice where, like, everyone was healthy and in the gym together. Yep. So it was just crazy. But you kind of experienced a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah. A little bit of that, too. So... I missed, like, the entire portion of fall, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Until we, like, took a break because I have a lot of stomach issues. It's also, like, weird to talk about because it's not something, like, people like to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's, like... So, I have ulcerative colitis. I have UC. So, it was definitely a battle making sure I was always near the closest bathroom (laughs) just in case. Um, But it was kind of a journey because I... It took a while for them to figure out what was wrong with me, and I just I you couldn't had, like, eat anything. Every test met with every dietitian, nutritionist person, yeah, imaginable. Yeah, and we just like couldn't figure out what would work for me because I, I still couldn't eat. Stomach was bad; it was just painful to eat, and so finally, I'm working with this girl called Sally, or <laughs> called Sally. <laughs> Name, cut that out. <laughs> I'm working with this girl named Sally. Um, and she kind of takes a different approach to it, just like with what you eat, um, supplements, and that's been helping a lot. And it was kind of like your situation. I was taking all the all these medications and like, what were they doing for me? Like I was still in a lot of pain and I was going back to the doctor and they're like, well, we'll just try this one or we'll put you on this medication. And it, I, I was just like mentally drained with the whole situation. And I think COVID really had a lot to do with that because the stress of that can inflame my stomach in a way like if my stomach gets inflamed that's when everything happens and so the stress really played into that and especially during season I had to be super careful about what I was eating what I was doing because I didn't want to like have my stomach inflame and then I'm like out for a week because I can't eat anything and then I can't practice and I just feel horrible so it's definitely been a journey I'm still figuring everything out and but doing a lot better and I think COVID really had a lot to do with that and just glad that it's semi figured out now mm-hmm. for sure that's scary yeah i don't know it sucks because like 
food is something that's so necessary and it's not something that everyone thinks about like what yeah. they can I mean everyone has like some type of dietary restriction I feel like but like you it just takes it to like a whole nother level and that was just like it was honestly scary to watch you go through too because I've never seen you look so sick or just not be yourself and yeah. not be out on the court like I knew something like you know something's wrong with Nicklin if she's like not on the court and not yeah. going hard every single second of every day so that was yeah. like crazy it's just I, it was hard too because with colitis like it's you can never cure it you can just manage it mm-hmm. whereas like some people like find their what triggers it and so they can like really manage it and it doesn't flare up but for me there for a while like I never knew when I was gonna have a bad day or if I was gonna have a bad week or a bad month mm-hmm. and so I think that was really stressful and I mean I mean I would just break down my poor poor Jolene again poor Brett like I would just break down crying because I'm just so frustrated and I didn't know what to do and I'm thankfully in a better place now but wouldn't put that on anybody yeah that's so tough I mean because even on a normal year I think that would really take a toll on anyone's mental health and then yeah add in COVID stress and that's not good no 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 I mean kind of on that note you're saying like your trainers and support staff got you through all of that like that's uh, shout out to my girl Jubilee who's our athletic trainer and we were in season all year because in SEC like we started in the fall so we were playing from fall till um all the way in the end in April and like you said on your team you had a lot of just those like wear and tear kind of injuries because you never had like a full spring to actually prepare yourselves and then didn't have normal activities in the day so like same with us and that was just the longest year I really I would not wish that on my worst enemy Mm I uh I really applaud Kentucky for doing (laughs) what they did after the whole season they had dear lord yeah didn't you break like a couple fingers yeah that was actually I in the Kentucky game, that's funny you say that. I was going up to block a middle, and then um, ball came and took my pinky like 90 degrees from my hand. And I had to get stitches actually because the skin just split. I got six stitches just. And I just remember like blocking, and I was like, oh, that's a good touch. Like, go get it. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that hurt. Like, I jammed it, whatever. I look down, and I'm like looking into my hand, like literally seeing like fat tissue because I'm just staring in my hand. And I was like, shocked I remember like shaking and just like walking over to my coach being like uh (laughs) (laughs) no well my coach was like Jubilee can we tape it up because she's good to go like let's go come on like that's fine and oh my gosh I was like oh no and she I remember her blotting it because it was so bloody you couldn't really tell how bad it was just yet and she was just like oh no oh no Mm -mm. we got to get her out of here and then the other thing was I finally came back after my like three weeks off or I think it was something around three weeks and stitches had healed and I had found like a soft cast that I could play in which made passing a freaking nightmare because you can't make a platform while you're wearing a soft cast on your hand anyways um but I go back in in the LSU game and as it's taped up like kind of the same thing happens but with my ring finger this time no stitch is necessary but it, so I broke those two fingers and that was just so frustrating frustrating because I had made it through this whole year-long season of like being mostly healthy I mean I've had like some tendonitis that I work through and like that's it's fine it's frustrating but you know you get through it with enough treatment and then that just happened. I remember being so disheartened. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the season, I just couldn't finish out um, playing. 
sad boots, but you know. <laughs> I can't believe you broke two fingers. Uh, right? Like, like within the span of like actually three weeks. Right. That's yeah. so unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, and I had never broken a bone before. And I, anyways, just fun COVID season things. Uh, yeah. Just a great, great time. List, we love COVID. <laughs> we just want it to stick around forever. <laughs> Wear your masks, everyone. Yeah, please. The vaccine. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move on to, like, the questions, because you guys have been super great and sending in a lot of good questions, so here we go. Okay, so this one is for my brother. Shout out, Eli. <laughs> he wants to know who your favorite Hames member is. Mm. It's definitely not you, Eli. <laughs> um, Hate to break it to you. Um, probably Cooper. Cooper Hames. Cooper's my dog. (laughs) My whole heart. (laughs) My boxer. You know what? That is a fair answer. That's that's a a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This next question is from Adam. I didn't write your last name down. I'm so sorry. Um, What makes Coach Cook grumpy? I mean, if you had to put up with (laughs) 16 of us. (laughs) <laughs> every single day uh, i would probably wake up pretty grumpy i would be too. so grumpy <laughs> and i think his like biggest thing is when people serve into the net yeah. i think he oh, literally yeah. would which i'm also really good at so. <laughs> <laughs> okay this one's from juan juan daniel what is something a lot of people don't know about you you had a good answer. Yeah, so we're all dual citizens. So I'm a dual of Australia. Yeah, and our mom is from England, so we're both half British, I guess. Fourth of July is fun because yeah. our mom gets really, like, <laughs> spiteful. <laughs> but yeah. she loves, like, celebrations and fireworks. Yeah, so. she, she never hangs out with us on the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It's honestly kind of a good thing. <laughs> no, no, no. We love our mother. We do. Yeah. Great gal. Yeah. She's the cutest. Okay. Last question from Tyler Wolken. Do you have any go-to places to eat before or after the matches? We always go to Starbucks. Starbucks. Before the game, obviously. Please sponsor me, Starbucks. <laughs> I literally go to every day. She does. That's not a joke. And I then, might not drink on my drink, but... And then definitely Canes after, because... Yeah. Free Canes? Yeah, basically. If we win, yeah. we get the buy one, get one free. But we don't have much time left, so we just wanted to say thank you guys for listening, and we can't wait for more, and thank you for joining us, Amber, and I hope you have a great season. I can't wait to see you soon. Oh, wait, Lauren, are you coming back next season? Yes, I am. Woo! You heard it here first. You can stop vaccine. Eventually, yeah. (laughs)